I thought I was very, very confident, very comfortable until I started to, to see the changes. And then, and then, and how I felt after that made me realize that that wasn't confidence. That wasn't feeling comfortable. That was just, I think I'd got that good at hiding it. I'd managed to hide it from myself. Losing weight isn't easy. And some days we can feel like we need some extra help. Welcome to the Weight Loss Warrior podcast, the show where we share inspiring real-life success stories from normal, everyday people like you and I. Listen to how each of our guests managed to overcome their personal challenges to lose the weight they wanted as they talk about the secrets to their success and give great advice that you can benefit from. Become part of our tribe and use the Weight Loss Warrior podcast as your source of motivation and support to help you on your weight loss transformation. And now, your host and friend, Carl Radley. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Weight Loss Warrior podcast. My name's Carl. I'm your host. And today I'm joined by a special guest called Jane. She's from Yorkshire and she has lost nearly five stone. Hi, Jane. How are you? Hi. Good, thank you. Excellent. I uh, I saw you've just been for a run today. You're you're on a mission to do 5K. Is that right? It's right. Yeah, it's awful. But I'm determined to do it. Good. That's what I like to hear. And, and I'm sure it will get easier as time goes on. But um, we'll, we'll, we'll look more into the exercise because I know you're also a gym fanatic as well now. So <laughs> we'll look into that. But thank you so much for joining us today. And um, very, very interested to hear your story and how you, you know, you've lost almost five stone, which is incredible. Congratulations. And also, you know, the, the ups and the downs of it. And uh, obviously, with a view to, to help and support as many people listening who might be on their own journey as well. So if we can start, Jane, just tell us a little bit about yourself. So I run a pub. I, I live and run a, a pub. So I live in the pub. So it's um, very full on. I work six days a week, more hours than I'd like to admit. And do you find that, that working that amount of time, it, it interrupts with your your normal day-to-day life of, of doing the things you want to? Yeah, definitely. Even if, you know, it's it's hard to get time off. It's hard to get time away. It's through, through no fault of anyone but myself, it has become my whole entire life for so long until until the last year or so. Okay. And, and does that tie in with when you'd made a decision to, you know, lose weight and focus on yourself a bit more? Yeah, definitely. It was a case I needed I needed to do something. Otherwise, I needed to have a way to be away from here. Otherwise, I was going to end up disliking it. Okay, fair enough. Well, hopefully now you've you've managed to find some of that balance. But Definitely. talking about your 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 weight loss and and the decision for you to actually lose weight was it because you wanted to get away from the pub and the weight loss has happened as a like secondary factor, or were you determined you you decided you wanted to lose weight and this was the way you were going to do it? No, it's very strange. At at no point did I think I. There was no moment where I thought, right, I'm, I need to lose weight. I need to start looking after myself. It was literally a case of a few friends joined the gym and I thought, that sounds like fun. It gets me away from here for an hour a day. Let's do it. Let's see what happens. Okay, fantastic. So this is a slightly slightly different story to a lot of the guests who will have been you know, going through life unhappy and, and wanting to make a decision that they wanted to lose weight as the, the, pre, like, the main objective. Um, whereas it sounds like as though things have been done slightly different in your case, which is it's going to be really interesting to discuss, actually. So when you're leading up to the decision, when, when was it that you decided that you were, were going to make a change to your lifestyle? I think after the first couple of months of, of going to the gym and realising that it was something I quite enjoyed 
and seeing like small start to some results I thought I want to, I want to keep up with this I think I'd always thought that I, I never really realized and people around me didn't realize how big I'd got and I know it's easy to say that it happened to a lot of people over lockdown but I don't even think it was that and I didn't actually realize at what what point I was at until I started to see how unfit I was and how much I could um, that I wanted to then change that so it wasn't even a case it was more of a case of it it kind of crept up on you so to speak yeah and... yeah definitely okay and, and if I can ask were, were you unhappy with your weight or the way you looked or, or you're in a... I don't think were... I realized I was at the time I thought I was very very confident very comfortable until I started to to see the changes and then I, and then and how I felt after that made me realize that that wasn't confidence that wasn't feeling comfortable that was just I think I'd got that good at hiding it I'd managed to hide it from myself understood understood and and I think that's something that a lot of people do they will almost not not a case of hiding it from themselves or not willing to admit it but just not have the awareness of it and yeah. if it is something that happens gradually over a long period of time I, I think it's it's less noticeable and you know you you may see a change or feel a change you know clothes might start being a bit tighter or you know it's more of an effort to do the things you were doing before but because it's not such dramatic from one day to the next it usually happens for a lot of people I think that they'll see an old photo or they'll see a you know something that, that triggers that moment yeah. where they think crikey you know, yeah. there's been a big change so when when did you join the gym in September but I started taking it seriously from November Okay, so you're coming up to a year then. Um, yeah. And, and as I mentioned to you before, I've been a gym member most of my life, but it's only really been in the last year that I've actually started using my memberships. I must have, I don't know, I don't even want to think about how much money I've spent on <laughs> membership fees throughout the years compared to how much I've actually used for gyms. But um, we were talking before and, and you said that this time when you started taking it seriously, something clicked and it was just something you started enjoying to do. And, and do you think that was a big turning point for you? Definitely. I think in the past I've, I've joined gyms before and gone for a couple of months at a time just on and off and so I genuinely think a big part of it was just this gym worked for me as well I think being somewhere you feel comfortable makes a massive difference to it Absolutely. If, you, if you're if you're not enjoying going to the gym try a different one it might be that it's not the it's not the act of going to the gym that you don't like it might just be that you don't feel comfortable there that's that's an interesting point actually, and something I've I've not considered myself. I've, I've just kind of like put the gym into like one bucket. Yeah. And if you like the gym or you don't like the gym, but it's actually very interesting that you've said that because depending on the reason somebody might not like the gym, I always just assume it's because people don't know how to use the machines or they're intimidated by the people in there, which could be the case. But it's not to say yeah. that every single gym is the same. Not at all. I part of me does think I probably possibly wouldn't have stuck to it the way I have if I hadn't felt so comfortable where I was going. Okay. And and do do you go to the gym on your own? Do you go with a friend? Yeah, I start, I used to go with I used to go with a couple of friends um, at first and I'd only go with them. But now I, I, they, I, they very rarely go now and I'm there all the time. Okay. So, so that's another thing as well then perhaps for anybody who's wanting to go to the gym you found that it was having that extra support, having a friend there. You didn't feel like the world was looking at you and you were there on your own and expected to have to do it. It's probably 
much more of a laugh as well actually going with some friends yeah it's definitely easier to start going with somebody i think that's really good so then do you remember a particular moment before you actually you know just joined the gym back in september had something happened was there something that really caused you to say right okay i need to to make a difference here um, not so much one moment, but I think in general over over the, a period of like a few months, I'd realised that I wasn't I wasn't sleeping well at all. My sleep pattern was ruined. I was drinking after work most days, and I just thought I'm not I'm not happy with this being the routine. Understood, understood. So with that, and and I guess because running a pub, the hours are very unsociable. And yeah. they're very long as well because, you know, you have to cover shifts. You have to, I, I've, I've worked in pubs, so I know that it's not just a case of opening the doors and everyone comes in, you serve them drinks, they go home and you, you close. There's a lot of other things that have to be organized and Definitely. cleaned and, and managed on a, a daily basis. So just finding, I think, the, the energy to then go out and do the gym as well is, is a good thing in itself because you're, you're already doing a difficult job. But you said your, your sleep and your drink, because I think, probably working in a pub or, or running a pub you're you're so close to alcohol there but it's, it's very easy probably just to have a few drinks every day and it's, yeah it's, it's very easy it was too easy and, and is that something that's changed since you've become healthier and lost weight definitely I think well one of the big things one of the big factors in me losing weight I think was practically cutting out alcohol and it's mm. not that I was a heavy drinker but I'd finish a shift and I'd have a couple of drinks and that was yeah. just that was just perfectly normal and it wasn't even about it's not even about the calories in in the alcohol or anything like that for me it was about then the lack of sleeping the having no energy the not wanting to wake up early in the morning it's it's very interesting went with it. Yeah, absolutely and, and i think a lot of people think or at least get into the habit of having a couple of drinks to help them sleep and this was something i heard on a podcast recently that unfortunately although it might help you get to sleep. It actually destroys your your sleep routine and your sleep Absolutely. pattern. Absolutely, it's, it's not a good quality of sleep. I think after drinking, and that's the big difference as well. Your your body yeah. is working differently to try and process the alcohol. You don't rest. You don't reach the the same depth of sleep. You wake up more, and obviously adding to that things like being dehydrated, and it, it's really not a good way and the whole wanting, wanting to eat junk food as well once you've had a few drinks like it's just all a terrible cycle to be in exactly it's a slippery slope isn't it that yeah. you have a few drinks you start making poorer choices yeah absolutely and so you're it's not as if you were in a position to completely just say right i'll stop going to the pub then because that was <laughs> no. where you live and work so that wasn't yeah. an option for you so you had to really make a decision okay i'm going to reduce it and obviously by enhancing other areas of your life, by getting fitter, going to the gym, I think that also helps to kind of put balance and perspective into your life. That Okay, maybe I don't need to, to have a couple of drinks tonight because I'm shattered from going to the gym or I want to get up early tomorrow and go to the gym. So that's yeah, something so that it helps used, as well. That's it. It used to be I'd finish my shift and I'd think, right, I'll have a drink, whereas now I finish my shift and I'll go to the gym. Or I know that I'll be going to the gym very early the next morning, so I know I don't want to ruin that understand understand so something i'm interested to ask you jane because the majority of people who come onto the weight loss warrior podcast are from a, a slimming group be it weight watchers slimming world and, and and one of the big focuses there is like a weekly weigh-in where you know you've gained weight 
maintained your weight yeah. or lost weight. And, and the whole concept of being successful on that journey revolves around the weekly weigh-in and, and tracking your progress. Tell, tell me a bit more about what you've done without going to one of these groups in terms of your weight as it's reduced, whether or not you've been like obsessing over the scales, whether or not you've really not given it much thought. I'm interested to know what your journey's been yeah. like in that way. So probably for the first six months, I was more obsessed with the scales than I should have been. Um, and I'd, I'd be disappointed if they'd gone up one week. But then I've, I've, di- I've done a lot of research and a lot of reading and things about it and, you know, reading about things like water weight and how other things can affect it, salt intake. And that, the, I, I now realise that that weight on that scale doesn't really mean a lot. So then I stopped focusing on that. But then I was also I also started strength training and and lifting weights. So I'm, I'm like then I had to comprehend and get my head around the fact that I was trying to add muscle. I wasn't trying to lose weight, but I was trying to lose fat at the same time. But that the scales wouldn't necessarily move as as much as they should, as much mm-hmm. as I thought they should. But I still I do still weigh myself. But I try and do it now at the same time once a week that's all but I also now take measurements and my body fat percentage and my muscle mass because to me they're more important now and as long as I can see that my body fat percentage is going down and my muscle mass is going up it does not matter to me what that scale says because I know I'm working in the right direction this is great we're two of the same kind here Jane because (laughs) I, I fully agree with it and this is what has worked for me and it's not to say that it's better or worse than anyone else who's losing weight but Talking to you about that and hearing you say that, I'm sitting here nodding my head because I, I've I'm only actually probably four kilos. Sorry, because I'm living in Spain. I, I work with kilos instead of pounds, yeah. but that's probably about eight pounds. Probably about eight pounds different from when I started. But the difference in the way you know my shape of my body, the way that I look, yeah. is completely different now. And that's when I realised that first of all, if you are going to be gaining muscle, you have to expect the scales to go up. But then it, it does create new challenges like, okay, if I'm increasing my calories, how do I control and make sure that I'm not putting on too much weight from fat? And this is where it becomes, I think, important to do the research and do some reading up on it. And this is something that I think that by not going to a slimming group and if you find yourself enjoying it is where you actually do start to look more at the science side of it. Whereas yeah, from people I've spoken to and the impression I get is that with the slimming groups that people join, they're given instructions basically a process to follow and they follow that process they lose weight they're successful which which is great it takes the complication out of it because it's just very easy do this and this will happen whereas there is a lack though i think of education or understanding why your body is doing what it's doing isn't it that when then whenever they're not doing that group on that diet then everything's just going to go back to the way it was before and and that's something that I've, i've spoken to with a number of guests on the podcast and, and they've, they've been the first to admit that, that yeah. without that support, without that plan, which is, you know, doing this instead of that, it, it is very easy to, to go back to old habits. And this again, I think also lends itself to the fact that it's not just a physical change that you have to adapt to and, and understand it's the mental side of it and, and your own yeah. well-being and mental health, which is obvious, often impacted um first of all for people who struggle with weight but also when you lose that weight learning to deal with the change and and not resorting back to to old habits is quite difficult to do 
Um, yeah. So it, it's very interesting to hear how you've done it and, and good to hear as well that you haven't been obsessing over the number on the scales because that's something I think um, it's a very easy trap to fall into. Definitely, yeah. And I think I think that is, I think it's it's only in the last few months that I've, I've, ta- I've taught myself so much more about it, about the whole process. And it's because of that that I've been able to stop obsessing over it. That's really good. And and it's, it's almost addictive in itself, isn't it? But, but you learn more about how your body works. And it's interesting to know and understand how certain things impact our bodies differently and and also the oh, results that you can it's, achieve. It, it spurred me on so much, so much that I'm going to be taking on a nutrition course myself at the end, towards the end of this year. Congratulations. That's it. That, that's I've, really good. I've become really interested in it all. And it is interesting. I think that a lot of people perhaps get put off with thinking, you know, science, biology, it's, it's very complicated. But again, I, I think to some extent, as much as I support weight loss groups, I think there is this lack of education that I've spoken about before in yeah. that they almost need to protect their business model by not think, sharing too we, much. I think the great thing about these groups, uh, one of the best things about these groups is the accountability and, you know, having someone there to support you and an answer to almost i like that side of things but i'm i've been very lucky that i'm surrounded by people that see me every day i've got you know people on social media that are supportive so i've managed to have that accountability without actually needing those groups but i think if you don't have that then like that's the great side of these things i fully agree i fully agree and and one of the things i've said since day one is that I'll never judge someone's decision to do one method over another. Absolutely but the only thing I, I think is important is that you do it in a safe way um, and you find what works for you. And that yeah. can, in some cases can even be a combination of things, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't have to be strictly one thing, but I think it's all about finding that, that button, that, you know, that click that works for you. And, and once you've found that, finding out the next stage is how to make it sustainable for the rest of your life rather than feeling like you're on a diet for a short period of time yeah how do you then do it so it's long lasting and and so tell me about some of that jane tell me now i mean obviously since november you've been going to the gym you've lost nearly five stone and i keep saying and for the people listening i know know you're you're a little bit uh annoyed but it isn't bang on five stone (laughs) isn't that right yeah so I think it's really important, obviously, that not being obsessed with the scales and the fact that you may never hit five stone weight loss because if you're now gaining weight and gaining muscle mass, I think that's the most important thing. And there's obviously another a number of ways that you can celebrate these wins. So I'm curious to know that the journey that you've had since November, has it been easy ride all the way or have you found you know some months more difficult than others? Yeah, definitely. I think it, because it's because it's been so much that I've enjoyed going to the gym and I like cooking. So the nutrition side of things has never been difficult really. Um, it's, it has been, to be honest, mostly quite smooth sailing. But the, the only difficulty really has been changing my mentality and change. It's, I've changed as a person because of it. Like my, you know, I've, I've probably lost friends along the way because I'm not out drinking every other night, and I've, I've you know, I probably don't socialise as much as I used to. I think I know, I know, I've changed, and that that's probably been the most difficult part. But do you think this is kind of like a, a short-term loss for like long-term gain? 
yeah definitely definitely I mean I've gained new many friends over the, along the way as well and I've, I've got a whole new community of people so it's not it's not necessarily a negative but it has been that's probably been the biggest adjustment and I can I can appreciate that and I think removing yourself from those situations in which, you know, the, the older lifestyle habits that you wanted to change is it, it's a necessary thing to happen. And yeah. you know, from, from everything I read, everything from like business books to, to just well-being, it's, they always have the same message of surrounding yourself by the people that you wish to be like. Yeah. And I think that's such a, a big influence. So if you do surround yourself by healthy people and, people who go to the gym and you have a common interest in it's likely to rub off on you yeah definitely. that's great and so what what targets do you have tell me about the here and now because now you've obviously arrived to this where you're not focused on losing weight anymore you're healthier you're fitter tell me more about this challenge you've embarked on and why you've done that for your your couch to 5k so I've decided that the only the, the best way for me to motivate myself at the moment is to set myself silly little targets it's not about weight loss but it's any the way i i think is i need something to work towards no matter what so like a couple of months ago i was trying to I, I did a step challenge so it was like climbing the tallest buildings in the world in the space of a month on the step machine um and that was i hate that machine at the gym so that was a, a real challenge as well but it was something I wanted to do, so I did that. And then I thought, so after that, I thought I, I like this. I like it makes me it makes me do things that are a little bit out of my comfort zone. So that's so that the, the way I'm motivating myself now is just like to me, they're just daft little things. But it, it really does keep me going, and I've, I'm, it holds me accountable to myself. So I've just well started couch to five k two weeks ago, and I'm not enjoying it at all. <laughs> but I'm determined to do it. And I think by the end of it, the the sense of achievement will make me have enjoyed it, if that makes sense. Absolutely. I, I had a conversation with a friend. We were walking up a mountain recently here in Spain, in the, the, the Pyrenees. And we were talking about this saying that it's, it's, I think it's called delayed gratification or like it's, it's basically where the actual act of doing it is hellish and you don't enjoy it. But it's when you look back that you get the endorphins and the dopamine like after it's happened. And this can last for weeks after the event has yeah. passed where you look back and you're like, wow, I, d- I actually did it. But in that moment you wish, you know, you think of a hundred places you'd rather be. And and yeah. that's, I, I think that's a credit to you because it's not easy to put yourself in that situation that you're not enjoying, but with a view to the longer term reward. And the fact that you've done this with the step challenge you're now doing, you know, some would say you're, a glutton for punishment you know <laughs> choosing these things that you know are not going to be easy but then the reward of doing them and succeeding for you is is something that drives you forward i think it is that it's that take it's that doing something that you that does make you feel a little bit uncomfortable making yourself push further as well i think that's probably me just being horrible to myself but it, it really that that's what works for me but Curious you used the word horrible there, and I'm going to touch on that, Jane, because you said you're being horrible to yourself, but do, do you believe that, that you're punishing yourself in some way? Or, or is are you actually, I'll give you the alternative here, that you're actually setting goals for yourself and you're improving yourself? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's more that I want, I want to 
I want to know myself that I am actually capable of doing anything I put my mind to. I think that's what it is. It's a test for myself more than anything, I think. And and I think that's fantastic because I think it's so important that we have goals to achieve. It's very easy. And I mean, you're, you're a lot younger than I am, but it's very easy without these goals or having something to work towards to just kind of stand still. And yeah. I have to be honest in saying that in my 30s, I think the time's gone much quicker than in my 20s. And so I'm kind of dreading how quick my 40s will go. And so it's kind of teaching me, like, if you if you do stand still for too long, you're just going to miss opportunities to do things. And before you know it, it's going to be too late. So I, I like the fact you're setting yourself these targets. And there's nothing, there's nothing that you've described so far that's very, very, you know, a year's target or something. It's something that you can do in a few weeks, something that you can do in a month. Yeah. And we haven't even discussed the actual benefits necessarily that that's bringing you physically or, you know, your health that's improving. You've just got your eye on the prize. You want to climb the tallest building in the world, you know, walking up the stairs or you want to be able to run 5K. But all the time you're you're improving your health while you're doing it. Yeah, I think I think that's what's that's what's the fun side of these challenges that you, you are really improving your health. Like my my health and fitness is so much better than it was even three months ago. But it doesn't feel like that's the focus. So it's it's almost just like a really positive side effect of it. Absolutely. No, and, and, and fair play to you for, for taking on these challenges and having that motivation to do it. Now, it's it's not something that everybody has. And I'm sure there'll be a number of people listening to the podcast who probably be a little bit jealous and think, you know, I, I wish I had that kind of drive to just start doing it. Would you have any advice or any tips for somebody who perhaps either has the same motivation as you or even some less motivation to get these things done, to get started? What would you say to them? That's it. I think, I think personally, you get more sense of achievement from doing something that you start out thinking you're not going to like. I think, okay. I think it makes you more proud of yourself. So it, it, it's accepting the fact that it might not be easy and it, or accepting the fact that you might not like it. Yeah. I think that's great. And, and I think that's something that is an honest way of looking at things because that's another reason I think people do punish themselves or resent going on a diet is because they say, oh yeah, I'll be all right. It'll be fine. It'll be fun. I'll enjoy this. And then two weeks into it, absolutely hate their life because they're, they're, denying of themselves foods where you were so used to eating for such a long time they've approached it not in the right mindset but it sounds like you you used to just be more realistic so jane you your instagram account you you said yourself is turning into a fitness account because you know you're, you're sharing all the the challenges and everything you're doing which is fantastic so if people want to go and check out how you're getting on with your couch to 5k uh, what is your instagram account that they can go and look at it's just my name. So it's Jane Haley, J-A-Y-N-E-H-A-L-E-Y. Perfect. Thank you very much. And as always, I'll put a link in the show notes so people can go and click on that and follow you and probably even ask you some tips and advice on how to get started with the fitness side of things. More than happy to help. That'd be fantastic. Well, Jane, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast. Thank you so much for sharing a, a slightly different approach to you know the, the life-changing steps that you've done and congratulations on losing five stone. Very, very happy to award you now and, and, and officially tell you you're a weight loss warrior. So thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. And thanks again for joining us. Take care of yourself. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.
I'd also like to say a big thank you to you, our listeners. I appreciate you joining us at the Weight Loss Warrior podcast and would love that you become part of our tribe. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast to never miss a new Weight Loss Warrior tell their story. We share brand new episodes every single Monday and Thursday and hope that you join us next time. You can also find us on Instagram where we share great tips and advice on how you can lose weight in a safe and sustainable way. Simply search for Weight Loss Warrior Podcast and follow us today. Remember, be kind to yourself and keep looking forward. You can achieve your goals.